joining me now, and I really appreciate because I can only imagine how busy he is. He covers the Buffalo Bills for the Buffalo News. It is Jay Skursky. Jay, thank you so much for joining the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. How busy have you been with media interview requests? I saw your Twitter account. You're going on CNN. I don't know how often you're on CNN <laughs> talking about the Buffalo Bills. I imagine you are busier, more busy than normal. More, yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, first, yeah. first time I think on CNN. Uh, first time on MB, uh, MSNBC. Uh, so yeah, there is some some outlets that I don't usually get, get calls from. Uh, understandably so, though. I mean, obviously, this has been. Uh, you know, one of the dominant uh, stories in the sports yeah. world, and and we hate the circumstances uh, of why that is. But yeah, it has been a bit, has been a very busy stretch. Uh, it has been uh, again a, a huge story, and and I've you know done uh, what I can to uh, to cover it the best way possible. Uh, again, recognizing the uh, you know the circumstances are, are are far less than ideal here. What were those moments like? Um, I'm assuming, and, and if I'm wrong, I, I apologize. I know often newspapers, they send some beat writers uh, some weeks. Other weeks, they send someone else, just depending on, on schedule. Uh, were you in Cincinnati? Uh, were you at the press box that day? Yes, I was. Uh, yeah, I was at the game, and uh, certainly it was um... – you know, as as the game is going on, it's very early in the game, of course, still in the first quarter, and we didn't really see the play. Um, you know, we, I mean, we watched the play, but we didn't know immediately that that, that was something was wrong. I mean, Demar Hamlin made the tackle, he got up, uh, he took a couple steps, and that's when he uh, collapsed backward. And it, you know, at the time, it was sort of hard to to understand what was happening because it, it didn't appear to be. Uh, a, a tackle that was made with such force that that it would have you know caused uh, such a such a serious reaction, and there were so many people on the field, officials, other players, uh, that for for a good amount of time we couldn't even tell who it was that was down. Uh, but it became apparent really really quickly just based on the reactions of his teammates and how anguished uh, they looked that something was seriously wrong that this. Uh, uh, you know, and, and obviously it, it turned out to be the case, but um, you could you could tell by looking at, at them that this was not, a, you know, we're accustomed in the NFL to covering injuries and seeing guys get hurt. I mean, it happens every week, unfortunately, uh, but this this ended up being something far different. Yeah, it really was, and I thought, like, I know in the moment some people wanted it, they're getting angry at the NFL, cancel the game right away, which I don't think was, you know, I, I don't think was something that would was realistic. I, I looked at it at the end of the day going, you know, whatever faults you might have with the NFL, this was an unprecedented situation. Also dealing with, uh, you know, having the union on board, figuring out the best thing in terms of traffic and getting first responders. And I viewed what happened on Monday beyond just the chilling and just the horror of it all was, what incredible work done by the first responders, by the coaches, and everyone involved in a situation they've never been involved with before. Yeah, there's a lot of heroes in this in this situation. Yeah. Uh, namely, uh, the you know the, the the as you said, the athletic trainers from both teams, the emergency the emergency medical personnel who responded uh, so quickly, and uh, we we just finished a conference call with uh, the NFL uh, just about 20 minutes here before I came on with you and. And they echoed the same thing and, and basically said that uh, had it not been for the training that, that those uh, staff members receive every week, and, the, and it's the same in every NFL stadium, that there there is a plan in place for something like this. And that plan was executed, and 
um, you know, we hope uh, spared Demar Hamlin the the, the worst yeah. outcome. Uh, obviously, we're still, you know, you know, awaiting further updates on his condition. But yeah, I I, I don't have a lot of time for criticism of the NFL right now in terms of you know whether the game took too long to be. Uh, canceled or not, they arrived at the right decision, and I, I think that, that I think we have to keep that in in the big picture here. That the, ultimately they arrived at the right decision. Yeah, it's, it, in that moment, a lot of people are just you want to blame someone. Also, you're just emotional, and the NFL is always the easiest target. Um, Jay, what, what should people know about Demar the person? I mean, we've we've learned so much, and also over four million dollars. I don't know what the tally is right now for his his uh, his charity with the, the toy drive, but uh, what should people know about Demar Hamlin the person? Yeah, well, first of all, it's now actually up over six million dollars, so the donations continue to to skyrocket. It, it really is incredible. That that part of this whole story doesn't surprise me at all. If you, if you know Bill's fans, and yep. uh, th- this is not new for them. Uh, but I, I mean, this is extended far beyond Western New York. I mean, this is uh, Bill's fans from from all you know, or, or, or just NFL fans from all over the country, and and I'll include Canada in that too. I'm sure that there's plenty of uh, Canadian uh, fans of the Bills or or any other team for that matter who are who are trying to. Uh, do what they can to show their support for DeMar Hamlin, and this is one of the greatest ways. Uh, yeah, you know, who is he? Well, I mean, look at look at where they're donating that money. That was a GoFundMe that he started in college because he wanted to do a toy drive for a preschool uh, that his mother works at, and I think that tells you quite a bit about who he is, right, uh, as yeah. a college student, that he's worried about that. And And if you talk to anyone around, uh, Buffalo, who, who's gotten to know him, or especially in his uh, his hometown of Pittsburgh, which he is uh, very proud to be from and, and very focused on giving back to uh, their gener- you know, his generosity, uh, his his smile, his warm smile is something that always uh, is mentioned. So, uh, the NFL, I think, should be very proud of a player like Demar Hamlin, who he is, you know, the the odds that he beat to make it into this league and and to use the platform that the league gives him in such a good way. I think speaks a lot about you know the type of person that he is. We're joined by uh, Jay Skirsky. Uh, great answer, by the way. Uh, Buffalo Bills beat writer for the Buffalo News. Um, turning uh, now the awkward transition to you know football. How how is this team going to prepare for the Patriots? Like it's like for, on the football side of things, the fates of so much in the AFC goes through Buffalo, who gets the number one seed? Does Belichick get in? Does Miami get in? Does Mike Tomlin get in? Like, there is legends out there um, that, that, and it's all connected either loosely or directly with the Buffalo Bills. Well, uh, this is undoubtedly going to be the biggest challenge of of Sean McDermott's coaching career. That's true, not just of the Bills, uh, but anywhere that he's coached in in his life. Uh, I I would imagine that this is going to be one of the biggest challenges. I, you used the word unprecedented earlier, and it, it's going to kind of continue to come up, whether it's in this interview or uh, whoever else is talking about this situation. It is unprecedented. A team has not had to go through this uh, in, I, I, let's say, modern times, right? It's it just yeah. not uh, been something that, that has happened, uh, and I don't know. I guess I hate to give that answer. I, I no, no, I it's a good answer. Better insight. You know, because I don't know how the team is going to react. I mean, the, the the storybook Hollywood ending is that it inspires them, and Demar Hamlin makes this great recovery, and they go on to win the Super Bowl, and they they point to number three as being the reason 
that they were able to, to band together and overcome this adversity. That's the way Bills fans hope it goes. That That's the nice, happy way that it could go. The other way that it could go is that, that it breaks this team and that they just can't deal with uh, seeing their teammate almost die on the football field. And I think both ways are understandable. And I think, you know, this team, I, I want to extend it beyond this team for a minute. I want to talk about this community and what yeah. we've been through in Buffalo here over the past year, not all of which has to do with football. In fact, very little nope. has to do with football uh, in terms of a, of a mass shooting at a grocery store in terms of back-to-back blizzards, the last one of which has, has now killed 42 people and uh, is going to go down in history as the worst storm in our community's history. Um, when you factor all those things in and what this football team has has dealt with as part of th- this community at large, I don't know how much more they can handle. I, I think you could say that about a lot of people around here, uh, the football team included. So. That's a long answer when the words I don't know probably is the right answer, but that's a lot of what's at play here. First off, I appreciate I don't know. Um, I appreciate that answer versus someone's like, oh, I, I don't want to sound dumb. I, I need to say something. Let me just make something up. Uh, I will always take the sincerity of I don't know, especially in a situation like this. And I didn't even think about it in that perspective. You're right. Of the storms, of the mass shooting at the grocery store, Sweet Jesus, everyone's going to be rooting for Buffalo. Like, just thinking about that. Like, every, if, if, you, if it's not your team, I don't know how the football world isn't rooting for the Bills. You know, I think there will be a lot of that. I, I think that's uh, understandable. I think it's a nice sentiment. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure that the Bills appreciate it. Uh, but, you know, the, the NFL is, is sort of an unforgiving league. And, you know, who's probably not going to be rooting for the Bills or, or worried about, too, you know, that too much is Bill Belichick starting this weekend. Yes. So, you know, yeah, they're, they're going to have to prepare. You know, games are, gonna, are, are going to resume here, uh, we believe, this weekend. And, and so they are going to have to prepare. And that sort of gets back to what I was saying about the, the coaching challenge that Sean McDermott has uh, is the biggest that I believe he'll ever face right now. Before we let you go, and again, there is no answer to this right now. But I mean, like looking at the tea leaves, it, it, I, I don't. I, it feels to me that uh, that they just there's no way they're going to play this game. That Buffalo Cincinnati, that game's out, and just go on win percentage, figure something out, and and I don't know how anyone would complain. You know, I don't. I don't know how anyone would yeah. use the term fair, no matter what happens. I, I would, you know, again, it'd be a pure guess on my part, but I would tend to agree with you. I think when you look at, uh, you would you would potentially have to delay the postseason for every other team to, to yeah. if you were determined to play this game, and I think that feels unlikely in, in my sense. And so, yeah, there there is going to be a team here, uh, or maybe even multiple teams, where it, it may not be the fairest solution, but it's the only workable solution. And I think, given the circumstances. We're all going to have to have some understanding of that, whether that's the media, the teams themselves, or the team's fans. They're going to have to understand that this is something that's never come up before, and and they're going to have to rely on the league to ultimately make the decision that is, I would say, the least unfair for as many teams as possible. Jay, really appreciate uh, joining the show, and take this in the spirit in which it's meant. I hope I never see you talking to Anderson Cooper (laughs) or anyone else on CNN ever again. Yeah, I appreciate it. Maybe, uh, you know, if it's at the Super Bowl parade or something like Done. that and they want to have me on, but definitely yes. different circumstances. Check out the man's work in the Buffalo News. Jay, really appreciate it. Thanks for joining the show. Thank you.
That is Jay Skirsky covers the Buffalo Bills.